That too. <sighs> when somebody takes a drink and they. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> refreshing. But is it that refreshing? I sigh, like, because, well, you know, life can be tough. So I'll just sigh all the time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I've never, like, really happy sighed. I've never been like, ah. Like after a refreshing spritzer. Maybe today's your day. I did some seltzer water. I've, oh, it's the, and then that I went for it. That is sort of almost, <sighs> a, almost a spritzer now. <laughs> Somebody made me a drink once called a strawberry sparkler. It was muy refresca. And I don't remember the recipe. I think it had champagne in it. It's delightful. Hmm. She's about to retire. Delightful. That is the right word for anything with champagne. It was thick with strawberries, though. It was a thick drink? <laughs> Whole strawberries? Thick with strawberries. No, I think it's the, the frozen... What's wrong? I just have this really bad visual right now. I'm sorry. Oh, by the way, hi, everyone. Welcome to Radio Tatas. This is Lala. I am joined... Whew. Luckily, they're guests, because you know I'd be freaking out right now, by um, Valerie of Comedy Wham has been kind enough to bring in... Uh, a, you know, an alum mm-hmm. of Radio Tata's, yeah, Ryan County. Hey, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me back. Thank you for flying me back for this. Absolutely, we spare no expense mm-hmm. for our guests. No, I mean I paid for the flight, oh. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now she I meant we to spent do no expense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with this half-eaten carrot now. Eat it. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I don't want to know. No more I disgusting than this. I'm thick glad with strawberries. my partner Natalie is not here because she would have a lot oh, of suggestions. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. Well, did you eat yeah, the first very... half of the carrot, or I is did. it oh, okay? Somebody yeah. else ate the first half, and then yeah. you don't know what to do with the mm-hmm. half eaten. I just feel like I have to put on, you know, maintain the professionalism mm-hmm. of comedy wham. Right. And. Uh, well, I'm glad you put yeah. your pen down because I know you were about to take a deep note so that mm-hmm. you could do a callback mm-hmm. uh, later on. Um, it suck when somebody just reads your mind. <laughs> Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob's kids. Hi, Bob's kids. Oh, what? you listen to the show. I do. It's That's it's so great. Weird. And I know that Ryan, you know, when he first was on Radio Tatas, he he that's the only podcast he listened to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know we were we were chatting ahead of time. He's been listening to our 140 you I mean, yours and Natalie's 141 episodes. You seem confused, Valerie. I got the deep cuts too. I got all that's the awesome. And he was actually live streaming the uh, our live the li- I mean the live shows of you and and Natalie. You're just seamless at this, you know. You really are. God, you'd be so dead the CIA, so dead, so dead. Um, hey Doug, you're in Oklahoma. You should enjoy this, right? Y'all don't get entertainment there, huh? Wow. Make me a bench. I love you. That's a lot of shade. Is that is that I pretty just, typical I, of this? I punctuated show? it with I love you. Oh, well. Who's true. this bench-making Doug? Well, Doug made. Uh, Doug. He's this guy that left us, um, but he's amazing, and he does... Bench work? He can make anything. He can make... How much can he bench, though? How much... How much can he bench? Bench could have... Bench. Bench. Would much bench. It's not going to work. <laughs> How much I bench could a bench work bench if oh, a bench wow. work could bench benches? There we go. Wow. You're, you sound like a I'm pro. I'm surprised I didn't say... The B word, oh. the woman B word. Sorry, yeah, I don't, I don't curse. I don't curse. 
Yeah, on Comedy Wham, we do not use profanity at all. I was talking so. about bitch. Oh. The dog. The female dog, right? Yeah, if you're calling a human woman a female dog, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I heard that you were the pretty sexist on the last episode of Radio I'm, Tratas. I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm edgy these days. Um, kind of reinventing short. myself as an edgy. You mean L.A. didn't make you super liberal? It did. It did. And then I go, you know what? It's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- I walked that liberal line and now I'm, I'm back, baby. Wow. Sweet. Speaking of bitches, kids, <laughs> don't forget to spay or neuter your pets. Actually, for real, don't. You need to spay and neuter. I work for a spay and neuter clinic. Do you really? That's some PLA, baby. Do Snip you have LA. Any, any pointers for us about... Yeah, I mean, just get in there. If you can't afford the doctor expense, just get in there yourself and... Uh, clip, snip. Clip, snip. Just, just the two? No, you no? need to get the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> Kids, if you're Thick listening at home and you're not good with anatomy, do not cut your dog's dick off, please. No, Go. not just... You gotta get the balls, too. <laughs> Just, you gotta get in there. Not just the balls. Leave the dick alone. That's for peeing. You gotta Greyjoy this this situation. You get, <laughs> uh, you get the reference. You gotta reek it. <laughs> and when you're Here we done, go. <laughs> when you're done, and uh, the animal cruelty charges don't stick, <laughs> groom them with a reputable groomer like our breasty groomer bunny. Is that a real ad? PSA that we do oh, okay. every. It's a PSA that we do. For What's the grooming friend. bunny? She is a friend of ours that has been a loyal. Listener. It's a person. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's, That's her, her Twitter, Twitter handle. handle. Oh, groomer bunny. She doesn't exclusively yeah, well, groom I know bunnies. A lot about this show. I, 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 I'm a faithful listener. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it when. Who's your favorite host? Well, I was going to say I really like it when when uh, Lo- uh, Natalie brings in a guest. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. How about Kathy? What do you think of Kathy? She is wow. She's a firecracker. I like her a lot. Yeah. She's yeah. all Kathys are. Have you met a Kathy that isn't? No. A little sparkler. Yep. A little yeah. snake. Yeah. A little snake firecracker. Well, <laughs> a little sizzler. She's she's pretty. Pretty top notch, I think, as right. far as a well, you a know, firecracker's a good ex- you know mm-hmm. description of her, and mm-hmm. that she'll probably blow your hands off. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, possibly wreck your face. Uh, now, between Jeff and Kathy Ryan, who do you prefer? <sighs> How do you spell Jeff? It's a J E F F. It's a your basic it's, Jeff. But the basic, first yeah, F is, is like a hard a F. It's like Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. Then just be really careful about who you choose here. Don't be careful. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, my boy Jeff. I like it. I'm, a, oh, I'm team Jeff. That's hard to say the, the Jeff. first. Jeff. It's like Pflugerville, but without a P. Pflugerville? the P, there's an F, but the F is Cat, Y'all are weird down here. <laughs> Why is there a P in Pflugerville? So Val, <laughs> yes, yes, oh, it's really yes, Lala. Strange uh-huh. having you here. Um, I, I'm. I really appreciate the opportunity to you know sit down and 
and see I'm excited the, the, about the Radio Tata's yeah. magic in action. Hopefully my appointment, you know, I'm going to ha- have to head out soon for my appointment. Mm-hmm. But since Ryan was coming in the studios anyway, I thought, hey, Lala, can I come in and, and do an interview yeah. with, with Ryan for uh, for Comedy Wham? And you're going to join in. Yeah, I said that this would fit lovely into our benchmark, what the fuck are you listening to? Mm-hmm. And, and I think it will. So yeah. um, if you don't mind, I'll occasionally, yeah. I'll occasionally jump in mm-hmm. with some questions if yeah. I have any. But yeah. take it away. Cool. All Val. right. Thank, thank you. And should I call you La- Lala? La- Laura? Do you? I'm interchangeable. I've never oh. pretended to be anything I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to be here. I never really get raw on these interviews. Yeah. I never okay. get real. Yeah. Yeah. Let's well, peel the we're, layers we're back. gonna see how how I do because I I do know that that's y- you always have that a bunch of walls covering yeah, the giant little, hole inside yeah. of my soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So what we're gonna do, Ryan? Thank you so much to. Uh, for, for sitting down with me for Comedy Wham Presents. We're going to do a light, lightning round of some questions for you, and then we're going to dig into the real like comedy career-type questions. Okay? Career. So I like to start off with an icebreaker question. Mm-hmm. One word to describe your past. My past? Dark. Mysterious. Okay. okay. That's two words. Probably... Oh, I'm... <laughs> Probably my past is the biggest reason why I got into the vigilante game, mm. to be honest. Okay. So we're starting off real strong here with the. Uh, that was a lot of words, but. The... <laughs> okay. Oh, right. fine. I don't remember. Blurry is probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of my past, actually. Huh. Okay. All right. So let's go with some lightning rounds. Uh, where did you grow up? A Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. And Lincoln, Nebraska, specifically. 402, what up? Shout out. <laughs> And do you have any early comedic memories or influences? No, um, no I never really watched hmm. comedy. So. I didn't know stand-up was a thing. Um, I'm pretty sure I thought I invented it when I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I watched The Jerk a lot. That was fun. That's a great movie. Steve um, classic. Wedding Singer is easily my favorite movie. Hmm. Cartoons. I watch a lot of cartoons. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. And do you remember a moment when you, when you realized that you could could do stand up, and, and what got you? Not on? until I did it. Okay. For the first time. So how'd you? Sh- how'd you? And I haven't bombed this? ever since I started. So. I and I've seen you multiple <laughs> times. I, you have not. I've I only yeah. get standing O's, and mm-hmm. a lot of people just afterwards they're like, you know, I, I never thought about the world that way. Mm-hmm. What they say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I did. So I made this is MySpace days. Y'all remember yeah, MySpace? Absolutely. Yeah. So I made I I started writing what I thought was like a journal or a diary when I was like 15. So I was in high school and it was super embarrassing, I guess. In hindsight or you No, at the time, at the time like I I I was just writing and I thought it was a journal. I would write down funny stories that happened at work or write down, mm. or at, not work, at school. <laughs> and uh, just funny interactions that happened. And uh, I remember sitting and I had this green spiral notebook. Oh, I haven't even thought about this in a while. This green spiral notebook. And I uh, would write in it and I'd be sitting in bed. And I remember my dad walking in, opening the door, and I just hid it under my blankets because i was like embarrassed for some reason oh wow so instead of being embarrassed about something 
age appropriate for a 15 year old yeah about, writing? about journaling oh. or like oh. i was like i don't know it's a diary this is oh. conservative nebraska well that's true yeah. um and so i just remembered that and then i think i made like a myspace i was in a comedy band with a friend and made like sketch videos and stuff and then i started like a myspace comedy page before i even did comedy and there was like two friends that Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did it. I don't even remember why I did it. And then another friend, Aaron Young, well, he wasn't a friend. He was uh, somebody that was like a grade above me. He's like, I saw you want to do comedy. I rented this theater in Nebraska. And he's like, so in like a month, we're going to get 80 people there or we're going to fill it up and do like 30 minutes each. I was like, I've never done wow. stand-up ever. 30 minutes? Wow. It was just two of us and we rented it for like an hour. And uh, so then I went to an open mic. Well, then I start. I MySpaced everybody that was comedians in Omaha. Were you Omaha. still in high school at this point? Yeah, I was probably seventeen. Okay. Oh wow. And so I emailed this Duffy's Tavern has like this open mic every Monday that's been going on. It's so fun. Yeah. For like forty years, I've it's been heard going it on. It's still there. Really? Yeah. Because I interviewed it's Abby Rosenquist and she brought it up. That oh, okay. she met yeah, you there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we met, and I know she's from Nebraska. I feel like yeah. she, I moved to Austin before. Okay, all right, but yeah, she she mentioned. So I I I emailed these people, um, comics that were like from Omaha, and I was like, hey, do you think I'd be able to get into Duffy's to try comedy for the first time? Nobody really responded. One person said. Um, uh, I don't know if I can say his name, but one person said, uh, he's like, don't even try. It was just like you're my first experience with bitterness. No, this oh. guy was like an old road dog. Oh, okay. And he's like, don't even try until you're 21. And, mm-hmm. it, and I just got like a bad vibe off it. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try. I'm going to show up and try. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and I talked to the door guy and they were like, yeah, just don't order anything and just leave right when you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hung out. I just sat there and I remember going up and i don't remember what happened it was like blackout i just remember everybody just yeah hoo, hoo. there was like four people there <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is crazy had you done performance before that that um, time yeah i hosted the talent show with two of my friends okay so being on and stage then is... like i've been filming stuff with friends since like 13 mm-hmm. on our old vhs were you very outgoing in high school I think so, but I, I don't remember a lot of high school, and I don't remember a lot of middle school. Hmm. I, I was it's pretty funny, outgoing. neither do I, so I can... I, can I, I don't think I was there a lot, mentally. Yeah. But, because um, I was on LSD. No. <laughs> so what if it was, like, cool? I, was, I didn't even drink. I was pretty straight edge. But then I did, uh, like, three more of those, and then I did that show, and it went pretty well. And you were hooked. Yeah. I was hooked after the first time. I was, like, the biggest. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a skateboarder before that, so I kind of liked the adrenaline. But, uh, yeah, that was when I was like, oh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first, there was one night, I moved to Omaha, like, a year after that, to work at the Funny Bone Comedy Club in the kitchen. And um, I remember after doing one show, there was just, like, seven of us in the green room, or, like, five of us. It was a tiny little green room. And there was, like, this old vet, this, like, 50-year-old vet, um, this 32-year-old mother of 
17 children, Irish mother of 17, Heather Jones, uh, my buddy Nick Allen, just everybody was a di- different, like, life. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow, we're all, like, completely different people, but we're all getting along because I learned a lot. I feel like I fast-tracked a lot of years just by watching other people um, ruin their lives. And uh, <laughs> by having 17 kids, Heather. You're about what? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Heather. No. Heather Jones is great. She's so funny. You were about, what, 18, 19 at that point? 18, yeah. And working and, in a club, but you couldn't drink it. Oh, okay. no. So I, w- I wasn't even a huge drinker, really. That's when I started, I guess, when I, I guess when comedy started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, like, I would run food at the club. So I would run, like, uh, whatever, your appetizers. I'd seat people, and then I'd run their appetizers. And then I'd go in the back, change shirts, and then run up and do, like, a five-minute guest spot. And then run back put my work shirt back on and then go run cheesecakes out to those How people. Funny. <laughs> wow. It was so, I'm so glad I started at that time though. Cause I had that like 18 year old confidence, that uh-huh. weird I'm immortal. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do that now. I like, if I started now, I don't think I could run cheesecake to somebody after trying. After just finishing yeah. that. <laughs> I want you to try that tomorrow night. I should. You should. <laughs> just have a cheesecake on hand. <laughs> All right, who ordered the table 144? 144. That was probably the best year of my life, though, that year. And I spent one year in uh, Omaha working at that comedy club. Doing, I would do calls during the day, like call people off the comment cards. Hmm. It was just 100%. It was after a breakup. I just got up and moved to Omaha. And then, <laughs> hmm. Have you been back since to that club? Mm-mm. I have, but they don't respond to my emails anymore. Oh man, Did you I burn bridges. Go. No, I just don't have. I don't think I could. I don't have like a fan base, so I couldn't. Hmm. And every time I go back, it's like family time. Yeah. Because I don't get to go back often, so. Yeah. So how'd you get to Austin? Um, Cody Hustack <laughs> was like, uh, "We need to." So there's a group of us. It turned out like. Eight of us started this little comedy group in Omaha. Nick Allen was the ringleader, I believe. And it was called Fancy Party Comedy. And there, we still have the MySpace page up. It's definitely worth checking out. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we kind of started the scene. Like, Cody was real good. At, he would open up shows all around town. Um, then we started a show at the Waiting Room in Omaha. It's a pretty cool place. And... Uh, Cody was like, "We, I think we should move, because obviously, mm-hmm. well, like, we were getting up." It's, it's the Aaron Brooks observation that he he had made about why he needed to leave St. Louis that he was the best. And uh, you know, okay. I mean, he, uh, okay, okay, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> well, he had climbed the ranks, mm-hmm. and he he was recognizing pond, that he pond, was the best, and yeah. he so he didn't he wasn't able to learn from others. He needed to be back down. You know, back oh, he's down, down to, to earth. He moved to... out here, and then he's immediately right at the bottom, and <laughs> I haven't seen him. Oh, <laughs> stop. So then, stop. wait, okay, Aaron, if you're listening, <laughs> when are you going to move to L.A. or New York? Oh. No, so we had, like, a, a, a plan. Cody was basically the one that kind of pushed it, and then I was like, well, can I just tag along? Mm. It'll financially be easier, yeah. and maybe mentally. Yeah, you'll know somebody, so that's... Yeah, we... Start me and Cody started like the I think the same month, but he started in Omaha. We didn't know each other for like months, huh? 
Um, and I, I, he definitely didn't like me at first. Uh, yeah, he was like, well, I'm looking at Chicago. But then that was the year, the year that like five people got uh, live at Gotham because mm-hmm. of FPIA, I think. Oh, wow. It's like Eric Krug, Brian Gutman, Andy Ritchie, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was it? Doug Mellard. And there's one more person I'm forgetting. Uh, Daniel Kilpatrick. Okay. And we were like, well, obviously there are five people from Austin. Maybe we should go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we came out here and we were like, five years. This is a five-year stepping stone. And we made it out. Like, we we left on the five-year to L.A. Hmm. And uh, now I'm working seven jobs out now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal. Did you... I know that... Well, you you both colluded in that plan of coming to Austin, and it sounds like the five-year mark was something that you both kind of had mentally... Yeah, I don't know if we read it somewhere or yeah. where the five years came from, but... Thank God we did it because Austin, I feel like you could get trapped here for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. I bought a whiskey Coke last night. It was $3. What? Is that way low? Yeah. That sounds, where, yeah, where, that sounds where, really low. Oh, man, low. that was a hookup. Though. Were you at Hideout or Bender? Because then, <laughs> no. yes, that makes sense. Because now like, it's like $13. Barfly, Mugshots, Lone Star is like 5 to $6 out now. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. No, it's standard 2 3 here. But I guess it's imported if it's out in California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should bring back a case and sell it. Yeah. yeah I, honestly, I, I do think about that. <laughs> if you, if you And Deep Eddie is so hard to find. Really? Uh, it's not. You go to probably a nice liquor store that's not on my corner. But... <laughs> So how do you decide L.A. versus New York? Because that's, you know, the people that want to get out of Austin, uh-huh. they're looking at the, one of those two cities. Yeah. Um, me, personally, I think I'm bad, more performant, like more visual performance-based, and I feel like I like doing all the acting stuff, and uh, there's definitely there's money in acting instead of stand-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York's like I would say if you want to get better at stand up, go to New York. Mm-hmm. If you want, not that there's bad people out in LA, but LA is more. I went. I, I picked it because of the weather, mm-hmm. and uh, there's an ocean right there. That's doesn't seem like it'd be dirty. Yeah, I've never been to the New York Ocean. <laughs> I went to New York for like a week once for New York Comedy Festival years ago four years five years ago maybe and it was so it stressed me out so much mm. i was in like a staying in an apartment um and just like kind of a third floor or something of like a seven thousand story <laughs> it just felt like i was on the bottom of a pile of yeah poverty yeah and <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, i mean certainly Having watched you in Austin, that's the LA seems like a more natural fit. Also, mm-hmm. because you're not just you you weren't just known as a stand up even in Austin. Like there was a lot of video I've never stuff. Stand up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, what is it that I saw your shows? Were you were you the MC? That's a good that... question. I don't know what it is that it's... Was, was it a hologram? He was is that the, what I? He was the DJ. Oh. You were the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I was dropping the cheesecake off at the end of the night. <laughs> uh, yeah, the videos is, have all. I mean, you you turn out videos. I was for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, the uh, I'm gonna get it wrong. The ones you did with Matt Blake, the series. 
Gary. Oh, Terry and Gary. Yes, Terry no, and Gary. Though, uh, I don't know if those hold up. <laughs> we have a whole second like season filmed and edited. And, and I don't know why. I don't. It's not ready to go. There's something we're missing, huh. but I don't remember. Wow. I should get I, I at them about them, that. Though. I liked them. Yeah, yeah, we have a whole second season we filmed like three years ago. Oh, weird. Huh. I forgot about that. Yeah. And and uh, I, I, we won an Emmy for that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I I was watching County. Do you remember? Oh that? my I mean, god! That's like that, a well, long Dustin f- is a yeah, genius. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to actually ask you. Like, have you you? Because obviously nobody liked Dustin, but does that is that a big gap for you in L.A.? Because there is no one like. I mean, there probably are, but yeah, I think the hardest thing is uh, out there. It's like. Um, and it, I'm not I'm not good at it myself, but it's like, hey, let's meet up. Hey, let's meet up. You want to hang out? You want to mm-hmm. film something? And then it just never happens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's do it next week. Let's do it next week. Let's do it next. Because it's kind of hard to get to places. It's it's like yeah. a travel. Yeah. Um, and we're all just lazy. By the way, if you have been living under a rock or you're outside the Austin area, the Dustin they're referring to is Dustin Swaylock. Yeah. Coward. <laughs> Dustin Swaylock, the coward. <laughs> A voltaic. I don't production. even. I don't remember how I met him. I need to ask him well, how we everywhere. met. He's, he's everywhere. He's always everywhere. Well, I, I remember. So we. It was like right when he was starting to film stuff, and then now he like people pay him to film stuff. He was probably already filming the FPIA. No, stuff. no, I don't think. Oh. Well, maybe he was. I don't remember how we hit it off though, because I remember being like, "Hey, I want to do all these things." Well, who doesn't like Dustin? Do you want to swap? Do you want to <laughs> trade instead of mon- money? You uh-huh. want to trade like. Is there something you want to film, like a music mm. video or a mm. documentary or a commercial or a? Oh, that's smart. Because I want to do whatever, but <sighs> those commercials we filmed that are like thirty seconds. It's probably like four hours of footage. Wow! And he wow. bless his heart, sat down and <laughs> yep. edited it down to thirty. I remember that was an all day. The county mockumentary was an all day. Yeah, that was a lot I of imagine, hours. I bet. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, the, um, oh, did I not write it? Oh, I did. Okay, the the Graveborn. That video must have been I think that super compli- started complex it to film. You're in the pool. Yeah. There's shots in the pool. Yeah. Oh, that camera got ruined. Oh, the underwater, oh, there was, like, no. one underwater thing. He bought, mm-hmm. it was, like, some, it was, like, $60 or something. He bought this yeah. underwater GoPro or something. And that was the only footage, and then he had to return it, and he got his money back. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that one was fun. That's easy because we had a party house when I lived here, mm-hmm. so we had a pool. So it was like, let's just get a bunch of people over to film. So now that you're in LA, are you straight and narrow? Is that is that what you're telling yeah, us? Yeah, I'm a good Christian man. Okay, I'm a good Christian right. boy. Yeah, and so doing videos has been tough, but I mean that's so, you're really good at it. So I just started filming myself. And phones are insane these mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. I can film and edit. I didn't have a computer for like 6 months. So I was doing all my stuff off my phone. Wow. iPhone 7 Plus, what's up? <laughs> uh Yeah, it was it just got so hard like film like hey, let's meet up. I got this script. Let's do this. Let's do this. Doug, I hang out with Doug a lot. Mellard. Mm-hmm. So he's down to just film stuff. So I was like, why don't I just film myself? playing a bunch of characters and nobody liked it and (laughs) and i got no views oh um it's fun though out there people are down to film yeah well i mean that's the city of filming and writing Mm -hmm. and 
lots of I mean there is you say you are lazy but there's a lot of people that, that are out there are hustling and they want to be in that industry it's some I don't know what do you do you still think of yourself as the comic or are you looking into I don't know what you've done in the last two years as far I as I always want to do stand up I know I don't write I haven't written in 10 years mm. <laughs> um, you don't have your little green notebook journal anymore I don't that was probably the last time I ever wrote I was too oh, embarrassed oh man dad was, dad county Kevin <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a complex <laughs> could have been the best writer <laughs> So is it is it super hard to break into doing? Because I hear the culture of open mics there is so different. Yeah. Well, they, right now in right now, if the comedy well, it's been like this for a while. It's like super popular, and I don't think it's ever going to die down. Mm-hmm. Like there's a million standups mm-hmm. just in the last like seven years, I'd say. Because I remember when we started, like in Omaha, it was about eight of us, mm-hmm. and then maybe there was. 40 people total these numbers could be wrong but there's a small group of people (laughs) doing open mics you know and then Mm -hmm. there would be even a smaller group that continued to do open mics and didn't just like get broken right after the first one and never tried again (laughs) um so that's why nick started that so fancy party actually turned into okay party when me and cody left and then nick started working with ian who does, he does the Cromfest, or he did the Cromfest. Okay. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. Oh, he started like this whole thing. It turned it, it turned into something really cool. Hmm. With that, I wasn't involved in, because it's probably why it turned into something cool. <laughs> <laughs> you had, I wasn't there to ruin it. You had been going to L.A. a lot, though, before you moved, right? Uh-uh. You I actually not- never, I, I've been out here like twice, or out in L.A. like twice before I moved there. Because I feel like within like a week or two of you moving there, I saw you on a lineup for Good Heroin or something. It's like Yeah, that was something. I I got I did all those cool shows uh-huh. r- like in the first six months. And then there's so many people in rotation to mm-hmm. do those shows. Um, then I just like haven't done it. I've done it a few, Good Heroin right. a few times. But I was like, I should have spaced it out a mm-hmm. little bit longer. Yeah, there is, I mean, there's a lot of awesome people. I met a lot of people, I've met a lot of people in the last, since starting comedy, just through the Omaha Funny Bone, I met all the Austin guys, Bearden, mm-hmm. I remember driving him around, or maybe I didn't drive Bearden around, <laughs> young Bearden, no, <laughs> this is probably We're like 2010, <laughs> it was Bearden was featuring, and at the Omaha Funny Bone, and um, Jimmy Roulette. Oh, wow. wow. I think. I think that was he-, he was headlining. I also met J.R. Brow in huh? Omaha. He goes to nice. the Omaha Funny Bone a lot. Who else? I met a lot of people through just working in that, that year. And then coming out here, meeting a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's been a huge influx of Austin to L.A. folks in the last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it? Yeah, like a lot. Yeah. So is it? Are you, an elder sta- no. <laughs> are you elder statesman at this point with all those young kids that have shown up? No, and- I was distracted for like a good year. Mm-hmm. For like the last year, so I was kind of out of the comedy game. Mm-hmm. Or I wasn't going out as much as I should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Austin community, though, out there is like known for being super supportive. Nobody out there, everyone always comments. Everyone. 100% of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people always comment. They're like, oh, you Austin people are always... Like, super supportive. If one Austin person is on a show, then, like, a bunch of Austin people Mm -hmm. will just go hang out. And I don't think a lot of other people do that. Like, there's not a Denver crew. I mean, I'm sure there is, but... 
I think everybody loves Austin. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool to it is foster cool. that yeah. community. Nobody knows anybody tough, from yeah. here, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. That was probably another reason why I moved to L.A. is because I knew more people out there than New York. Yeah. Comedy wise. It does yeah. tend to draw more people. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the climate, like you said. Oh, it's so. I growing up in Nebraska, I hate snow. I hate uh-huh. seasons. <sighs> snow, buzz off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for keeping that clean. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm going to start winding down my questions, sure. and you can jump in with your closing questions too. Uh, what do you love about being a performer? The attention. <laughs> what do you hate about, or what scares you about being a performer? The addiction. Okay. Addiction to no, I really, uh, your, your I sponsored like, beverage? I, <laughs> Mountain Dew? Five hour? <laughs> no, that's, that stuff's making me immortal. Uh, <laughs> I genuinely uh, really appreciate... I remember doing it for the first time. It was like... Because I, I don't remember... I don't feel like I'm ever like in the moment a lot. Um, just in like day-to-day. I'm always thinking about... Like everybody, I think, thinks about... Stresses of the future, stresses of the past. Oh, I wish that was a cool quote that I could. It <laughs> sounded like it was going to be the beginning of a cool quote. You can uh, workshop it. We'll, we'll meme it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the feeling though of like going up, especially not preparing and going up. I don't recommend it all the time, but not preparing and just going up with like nothing prepared. Mm-hmm. That feeling of like you're forced, like the only second that matters is the next one. Yeah. And do you want to humiliate yourself and not do well? Or what are you going to say? And a lot of times it goes awful, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't know. It really forces me in the moment and it feels really good. That's, I think that's what's the best part about performing. And then I, and then all the, all the, uh, I was going to say all the, all the puss I get afterwards, (laughs) but I I feel so uncomfortable saying that word. All the smashing I do because of all that crushing. Talking about ice cream crushings, right, Ryan? Uh, no, a- I'm talking about <laughs> kissing a girl or a guy. It's 2017. It's 2017. Thought you meant all your volunteer work with the uh, ASPCA. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you miss most about Austin? I'll ask you. That'll be my last question. Ooh, cheap drinks. No. Yeah, you covered <laughs> so, that already, right? Lone Star. <laughs> um, I guess, like, the immediate... I don't know. A lot happened in L.A. in the two years, but in my personal life. Um, I'd say, like, just the immediate community. Mm-hmm. I remember... I mean, I moved out here, out to Austin when I was, like, 21, like, three weeks after mm-hmm. I turned 21. So um, that's probably why I'm always talking about alcohol. <laughs> this is where I learned how to... Yeah, Austin's a real good training ground for that. Uh, just like hitting somebody up and being like, hey, you want to meet up and just hang out and film something? Or the community, everybody's pretty cool here. And the atmosphere. There's a weird creative bubble around Austin. Mm-hmm. Like audience, performers. It's just, I don't know. There's a weird vibe here. Like a very cool, mm-hmm. very hip, very cool... <laughs> Yeah, it, it's mean, a weird dome, and that's why people get stuck here. I think is because yeah. why leave this bubble? Yeah, there. I mean, there is that weird vibe, but I. I mean, your sets always struck me as very weird, but attainable weird. 
Like you never you you don't <laughs> I've a, heard that before. alienate anybody with how out there you can be. I don't feel like I'm being out there though. I think y'all are weird. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. That's my that should be the quote. I think y'all are weird. <laughs> that should be your quote. It's not meant as an insult. It's just because I I remember no, I know. the first I get time. Weird about. Yeah, I remember the first time seeing you, and it was so memorable. And all of your sets that I've ever seen are always memorable. But it's not because you're doing anything offensive or just gross it's just there's something unique about but you still your... feel offended and gross for some reason that's what i'm going for <laughs> it's not yeah. i feel violated but <laughs> i did shower and cry the first time i saw you oh. yeah. yeah well i did that i did that <laughs> private bathroom show so while you were showering and crying i was just trying to cheer you up well i'm gonna ask you my closing question oh no one word catholic no i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm Catholic. Anzi. <laughs> one word to describe your future. <laughs> Just go with Catholic. Yeah, I um, like it. <laughs> infinite. I'm immortal. I can't die. And it's really stressing me out. I've, I'm working all these jobs. I'm not, a, I'm not smart as the problem, so I, I don't have any schemes that have made me millionaires over the last 148 years. So I'm just, it's a lot of rent. Immortal rent. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of rent. It is. Should have opened okay. the savings account back in '62. <laughs> that interest that would have been set. Oh my god! Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's been Comedy Wham presents Ryan County, and uh, I'm Valerie. That's been funny. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, I was being serious. Oh, well, I am too. It's it's been funny. But I was being serious That's the whole time. Tagline. Oh, it's been funny. Yeah, it's, yeah. Instead of fun. Right. So it wasn't fun. I mean, <laughs> it's been. It, ha- it had its moments. It happened. Yeah. But uh, I, I've I've got an appointment. I've got to run run off oh, to. Yeah, so okay. uh, it was really great hanging out with uh, you, Ryan yeah, and, and Lala. So thanks for right, nice, I'm gonna nice bounce, you. and I'm just gonna take this hummus. You take the hummus. Take. Leave the gun. Take the hummus. <laughs> Yes. Put the quote, gun down. Famous quote from The Godfather. <laughs> Val, put the gun down. Take the hummus. Put the gun down, Val. I did your friggin' interview. All right? It's done. I held my end. I answered the questions. Give me the goddamn hummus. Oh. Trader Joe's, right up the road. Right up the road. What if, though, that whole time? I've been doing a lot of what if scenarios. Uh, <laughs> what if the whole time she just had a gun on the table? You would, y'all listeners wouldn't understand. I just was being held hostage well, to Ann. Well, right, it's because you uh, Omaha. I grew up in Omaha. Is that the, what you want to hear? That's not how you say Omaha. No. Omaha, Omaha 402. Because I know how you Mom, I love you. <laughs> If this is all, if this is it, I love you, Mom. <laughs> it's funny because you're hey, surrounded you... by weapons right oh, that's now. That's right. Did you not? Know? Oh, I don't know that that was revealed. You got a bunch of hidden a cache of weapons around here. Yeah, this is. So we refer to this recording studio. Well, I refer to my apartment as the Fortress of Solitude because you have to mm-hmm. go downstairs. It's below ground. It's, it's made out of ice. Hidden, yeah. made out of ice. Um, Winterfell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We'll get to that. Um, wait, who are you? Who am I? 
Oh, I've got oh. a big hug. <laughs> wow, that got so existential. Natalie, Natalie just uh, wow. strolled in. And, yeah, hi. And, hey, uh, hey, Ryan. Oh, my God. Possessed. What a surprise to see you, Ryan. Valor. Hey, I haven't seen I you in you're in years. town, yeah. Wow. But, yeah. You also see I'm in town now. That we... <laughs> Whatever uh, Samwell's girly girl is, I think that's who I am. What? Julie? Oh, Gilly, Gilly. Uh, yeah, it's Gilly. But are you? Is this like a weird? Is this a Game of Thrones thing? Why are you like uh, that? Because a little slow, a little slow on the. I thought because you were you're talking about ancestrally an... made <laughs> through your father. Is that why? You're, I uh, <laughs> okay, I which you part were... of Gilly? <laughs> Marjorie. Maybe I'm Marjorie. Would that work? I think everybody's been ancestrally yeah, created. Right. In that I show. thought you were talking about an episode of The Waltons. I had. Oh. I'm sorry. I get really confused. So I thought I'm not caught up on The Waltons. Spoiler alert! Don't spoil. They all go to sleep every night and say each other's name. Oh my um, God! Are there snacks here? That's it. oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah Fritos wow. and Welcome. Fritos Thanks and carrots and hummus. Joining Sriracha us, hummus. Natalie, don't forget Thank to you. swallow loud. It's your trademark. I'm a. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. It's happening. Okay. It's kind of my thing when I do on podcasts is <laughs> Break I can the go seal. to the bathroom. I'm going to get a drink and Natalie can catch us up on what she's been doing for the past hour while we've been working. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I got caught up in traffic. I uh, uh, had to go to the bank, make, make, a, make a deposit, and uh, I've, I've been listening to Drop some. Drop a couple of kids I, I was off watching, at the pool. Yeah, I was <laughs> dropped some kids off at the pool. Uh, the Cowboys game, I've... Uh, have you checked I, out? I, have, I have not. Oh, and I can't see uh, the score right now. But yeah, uh, uh, the Cowboys are, are playing right now against the Rams. And let's see, what else has been going on? Hang on, while I continue stalling uh, for for time. Oh, did we mention? I hey, I, I was. I know you guys have been working and recording. I just uh, I'm wondering if uh, anybody mentioned this was episode 142. Of Radio Tatas, uh-huh. and uh, did you say? Did you do the Hi Bob? Hi Bob's kids, uh, the Just the Tip, uh, Doug made, you know, t- making his drawers, and uh, his drawers. working, his working his wood, ass. working his wood. I just, you know, hey, Natalie, yeah. You need a what? Oh, uh, no, I should be okay. Thank you, thank you, though, and. Okay. Just in the uh, in the Game of Thrones update world, I am now into season six, and uh, no spoilers, but uh, season six is uh, interesting. And I have some audio that I was going to play. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I I have Should a I question wait? about yeah. Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I'm going to have one of these lovely snacks that you've laid out here on on your beautiful tray. Which I know we've talked about, but I think we should mention it again. This no beautiful. What? No country for old men. Oh. Oh, that's so smart. I know. I didn't come up with it. Oh. So you got a friend who made you this beautiful table tray that's uh, that's mosaic glass and it says cunt on it. It does. Oh. She put my name on it. I wanted to say, another re- reason to be all about Game of Thrones, our breasty Tom. Tom, they say cunt all the time in that show. On Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. That was a word back then? Oh, yeah. They're talking about Wi-Fi. It's a fantasy world. What do you mean back then? (laughs) Everybody always talks about back then with Game of Thrones, but it's a completely made-up universe. I have a question about Game of Thrones. Okay. So, the episode during the... You haven't seen it. The Red Wedding, Mm -hmm. when Tiger 
chases Fluffy <laughs> under the table and ruins everything, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. the Bradys are all upset. Yep. You never see Fluffy again after that episode. Wayne Brady takes him out back. Hmm. What happened? I mean, I know a lot of people die in that episode, but did Fluffy die? Because they don't address it. Hmm. Tiger's in a few episodes after that, but that's it. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to be did honest. That, did that R.R. Martin I'm, ever address it in the books? Yeah, I haven't gotten to that well, chapter yet. I feel real uncomfortable because I've read, I've read all the books, and I feel real uncomfortable talking about it. Fluffy, Fluffy wins the game. Oh. Because it is a game. Is of, it really? Of Thrones. Right. But, and Fluffy read it as, this is a game of bones. <laughs> and she and just starts... And went for it. F- and got it. F and S up. You know how them dogs are with them bones. You know how tossing a dog a bone. Well, how they Fluffy get. was the kitty. Tiger oh, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. The, the Brady's dog. Hmm. Um, what was I going to ask you? Who names a cat Fluffy? What psychopath... <laughs> Name's a cat. That's a dog's name. It was the pretend to be 60s. That's a dog's name. No. No. It was who? It was the pretend to be 60s. I think it was the actual late 70s. I don't even know what we're talking about I don't either. I'm really Game of Thrones to what? Brady Bunch. Oh, Brady Bunch. The Game of Brady's. I think you're talking about Wayne Brady. The early episodes of the Brady's when they, when they, the families came together much like Game of Thrones. Yeah, well. They came, all right. And uh, <laughs> somebody did. Whoa, uh, brother and sister. Winner. Oh, oh, winner yeah. wasn't the only thing that's coming. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, oh, Marcia, no, Marcia, you Marcia know Marcia that's shame. what she yells out, right? Marsha, Marsha, March of shame. <laughs> I need the, a bell. The only, the only Brady Bunch episode I remember is, and it might have been a movie where she gets hit in the face with a football and breaks and her nose. Aw. And then both. she's a freak after that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's both? Well, they, they reenacted that scene oh, for the movie, but it's actually in It was like years after, right? Two. They made huh. that movie? Right. Hmm. Like 20 years or something. That's too long. I know. It's, it's a bit late. It's kind of like the... It was, that movie's really funny, though. It is really funny, unlike uh, what happened with George Lucas when he waited too long. But um, <laughs> it's still bitter. Um, it, they're not that bad. <laughs> me's a thinking they're pretty fucking bad. Nah, um, it, they're not that bad. They're just... Jar Jar. Jar Jar's fine. Mm-mm. I'm only okay with Jar Jar if he really is an undercover Sith Lord. If that's what they're doing... Perfect. Fine. I'll go. He's back like home. he's like I know in the in the books or the comics he's like high like a high official politically speaking. Right. Now. Well, there's a there's a there's a nerd theory that he is actually like a Sith Lord and like yeah. undercover, and that's why he's so cheesy. Yeah. Because he's actually like super evil, and like if that's true, I almost want to forgive it. But if it it's still not, wouldn't make sense. I'm glad we're all abiding by this, the strict rules here that only two out of the three of us can talk about any given... <laughs> that like, we know uh, what's going on. <laughs> that was a weird wormhole. Starting with so Game busy. of Thrones. What was it that you tried to bring in what's happening last week and, yeah. <laughs> and then accidentally turned it into Sanford and Son, which seems a little yeah. racist, but whatever. Well, you know. Um, 
How did we go from Game of Thrones to Brady Bunch to Star Wars Episode One? Welcome we to Radio Tata. That every week. <laughs> There's that scene though, in when in uh, I think it's the third Star Wars. Mm-hmm. When. Um, uh, there's like security footage. It's when Anakin loses his mind and goes back to the academy, the Jedi Academy, mm-hmm. and just kills everybody. Right. And there's a security footage scene where it's a bunch of children. It's when he kills a room full of children, mm-hmm. and it like cuts out before you see him. They go, Anakin, help us! And he's and he just blows. He just turns his lightsaber on. Right. I'm gonna say blows his lightsaber on. <laughs> well, how do you describe turning a light? He just. <laughs> How do you describe that? It's turning it on? That sounds How lame as hell, though. Light goes, lightsaber. He erects he, his lightsaber. He draws. He draws, draws his draws lightsaber. Seems... He <laughs> sketches <laughs> his lightsaber. <laughs> and then they he could, murders, they... like, ten, ten-year-olds. Because they were bad at scattering. They could not tell what he had drawn. And he, he's game of Pictionary gone awry. They were like, "Is it a? Is it a potato? It's it's <gasps> the mom." And then he just murders him. Oh he just yells "mom" God. and then murders him. <laughs> that was intense. I liked that about the new I, Star Wars. I, I liked when he murdered all of the Sand People. <laughs> that scene was intense. That was cool. He just I, freaked out and murdered a bunch of people. I super liked the idea of of him. Murdering all the younglings because it was a game of Pictionary. Same with the same way. Same with the Sand People. He goes up and he's like, "I don't know what y'all are saying." Your bastard! Baby it's fish a- mouth. Baby fish mouth. Baby fish mouth. <laughs> it's a boat. I drew a boat. It's not a. It's a boat. It's like one of those. Mom! Mom! And then he just murders It's like her. a mall rat. So he's like, I just don't see it. I can't see it. Like one of those illusions. Where you slowly see it. Oh, see? Uh, the Star, Star Wars got us talking. We, we the new it. Star Wars got us talking. And that's why it's good. I think people are over critical of the new star wars well, the new, it's not a unique the opinion new, new star wars are amazing yeah because because jj abram mm-hmm. and um, cgi is like on point now oh i you know what i, I kind of really I, wish they had not done that I'm, cgi i'm gonna step. be honest i didn't finish rogue one you didn't i couldn't finish it was just kind of boring i was on a plane too it was for free i had nowhere else to go oh, wow. and i i just didn't finish Trapped. it is that the one with the girl? Is that the latest one? It's mm-hmm. really good. Okay. It's the in-between But it's real slow. Stories. It's the background kind of, yeah. They'll die. Um, She's the reason, though, the Death Star got... They got the plans to figure out okay. how to destroy the Death Star. Yeah. Have you seen that meme? And then it's Princess Leia in the New Hope. And it's her like, so here's... I got these plans to destroy the Death Star. And then it shows the girl from Rogue One. And she's like, you got those plans? <laughs> like, oh, you got those plans. Heifer, I died for those plans. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, so- also, in Rogue One, <laughs> no, there's that weird monster that can, like, make you go crazy and read your mind. That weird tentacle mm-hmm. blob thing. Mm-hmm. He's weird in monster? It. He's in it no, for, like... Not to be confused with Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> He's a different character. He's a different weird monster in that... Uh, He's only in it for like 30 seconds. Yeah. That's the most powerful being in that Rogue One universe. How is it not a, a more... I don't it know. It doesn't... That doesn't make sense. 
Yeah, right? Know. That's such an underrated... Oh, Rogue well, One, buzz they're, off. They're Episode one, give me more pod racing, baby. Oh, no. What are you doing? <gasps> Speaking of monsters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, don't worry, Pepper. Please, Dundee, take it away. Oh, Jesus. Everything in Australia will kill you. For real. <laughs> They have raptors there. Have you seen this? <laughs> raptors in Australia? Giant, they're have like, you seen this? Oh, they're okay, li- Pat. Okay, Pat. <laughs> they're like... Um, raptors in Australia are ostrich. teddy bears. <laughs> um, they're like ostriches. There's giant blue-necked birds that are like ostriches, but they're basically raptors, and they what? disembowel you with their claws, like what? a raptor in Jurassic well, Park. They're Australia, giant like emu. They're like an emu. Hmm. And they're very terrifying, and I forget what their name is, but they're like the one of the bigger biggest birds. Huh. They're raptors. Joy, Joy. if you're listening. <laughs> we have an Australian listener. Who's the, uh, who's the other? Oh, shoot. Cos? I, I don't know. Uh, he just... Sam. Oh, Sam. Is it Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, a, the, there's a lot of dangers we're global. in Australia. We're going global. By the way, Jordan in Scotland, <laughs> thank you for that brilliant Golden Girls with that Game of what did he say? mashup. He made this beautiful YouTube mashup mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones and Golden Girls. Very much in keeping with our that theme from last week. Well, <laughs> Blanche hot. was involved. Oh, yeah. You know Blanche was. <laughs> you know dirty. she's a queen she of dragons. She got dirty. Blanche, you whore! I've never watched Golden Girls, but I assume Blanche. Seriously? Yeah. Why? What appeals to my demographic with Golden Girls? Are you kidding? Life lessons, you know, learning how to deal. I worked at a retirement home for like four years in high school. Mm -hmm. I've seen enough old people having sex. (laughs) I think I've seen enough. It's not as funny. Uh, it's not as. Was it like in the broom closet? Oh no, they had no idea I was there. I was under the bed. <laughs> I also need to mention I got fired, and I'm legally not allowed to go back to that place. And then became a manny. <laughs> Weird. And now I'm a kitten nurse. Full circle. Oh, I wonder. Oh, weird. You're a kitten nurse. Yeah, I'm a nurse for kittens now. Like a wet nurse. So I wonder. <laughs> That'd be weird. That's all. That's how I lost that job. <laughs> I've got nipple scratch. Can you milk me? Um. Oh, weird. I worked at a retirement home, uh-huh. and then I raised millionaires' kids, mm-hmm. and then now I we take kittens in, we uh, rescue kittens from kill shelters, and then raise them, mm-hmm. and then kill them for sport. <laughs> <laughs> canned canned and kitten hunts. Charge people a lot of money oh. to hunt them. Uh, oh, man. How was Dick Cheney? Did he do well? Not good. He shot his friend. <laughs> Again. Nah, he, uh, not a good aim. Turns out he just doesn't have a good aim. <laughs> oh, good time. I wonder if I get jo- caretaking jobs because I don't take care of myself. Mm. So I feel better. I think you look grand. Well, I Stop. You look <laughs> Come on. I meant to Grand you. old piano. I'm a big old <laughs> ivory blockhead. <laughs> big old ivory blockhead with a couple of black spots on my kidneys and liver. Oh, you're not putting on enough sunscreen out in California, Ryan. I don't need to. I got olive skin. I'm Syrian. 
I'm 25 percent Syrian. Oh wow! You didn't mention that in the comedy women. No, you, you didn't. Drop Secret. that in. That's my first time. I'm I'm coming out. Wow. I'm serious. Coming out. 25 percent. Twitter goes wild. So what brings you? Uh, well, we know what brings you to to Austin. You're, you're doing a cool what little. What brings uh, you to America? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of wars. A lot of turmoil over the last five generations. <laughs> Good thing you got in before the war. Actually, we don't know if I'm Lebanese or Syrian because there's like a constant border change. Oh, gotcha. So we don't know when, or I don't know. I bet I could ask somebody in my family. So I could be Lebanese. Hmm. 25%. Just That's enough, right? Both. Just claim <laughs> both. I'm Lebanese-Syrian. I like it. All right, so that's uh, basically all I wanted to come <laughs> here to tell y'all. You don't want to promote any shows or anything? No, I'm recording an album. It's called I'm 25% Syrian. Uh, <laughs> it's time I said it. That's the whole album title. <laughs> it's time y'all weren't so confused about... Ryan, Ryan has bags under his eyes all the time. Is he getting enough sleep? 25% Syrian. Oh. oh okay. Oh, Ryan's eyes are so sunken. I hope sense. he's getting enough protein in his diet. The Syrian, oh baby. Goodness. 25%. Are you still vegan? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think I could go back. Hmm. Have you I ever mean, I could, shopped but... the King's Landing catalog? <laughs> what is that? It's a catalog that has really smart-looking clothes in it. King's Landing? King's Landing. That, is that a Game of Thrones thing? She brought it up last week, and I was like, "Is that a real thing?" That sounds like a catalog. That's a genius idea. You buy Game of Thrones inspired clothing, King's Landing. But I like the cable knit sweaters the most. <laughs> they got those and, and the mom the jeans and the, the mom, mom jeans that look moccasins. like you gave up. Is that wasn't yeah. that the tagline? Looks like you gave <laughs> the up. The mom jeans that look like you gave up, even <laughs> if you haven't. King, King's Landing. <laughs> And then Where fashion yeah. goes to die. <laughs> Winters always come and get your cardigan. <laughs> oh my god! All Wait. year round cardigans. Winters always round the corner, y'all. We totally freaking forgot to tell him. I, I'm like editing like we're ta- what? I'm What's editing wrong with like you? we're talking to Matt Farley. <laughs> Matt Farley doesn't even say radio tatas because he doesn't like. He feels like tatas is too risque. He doesn't just, mind us gets me saying too it. Worked up, right? Think about them tatas. We forgot. I don't know if you've ever even heard this. This is important. Okay. How could I freaking? Okay. Wait, you just, just played a also an Australian <laughs> scary thing about spiders, uh-huh. and we never mentioned that that whole thing was about spiders. Yeah. So last week we were talking about, and I don't even remember how we got there, but they pulled this Peppa the Pig episode because they had said in there oh spiders aren't scary don't worry but apparently spiders in australia are terror spiders everywhere (laughs) tell us how you feel spiders are terrifying i got days on spiders is this what are you gonna play (laughs) welcome to trap report Oh my god, you had a professional you had a professional singer on here in the past? It's so funny you did that. Let's see if I can harmonize. Okay, let's see. 
Welcome to Trucker Porn. Oh, it was a it was a trucker's horn. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Trucker Porn. <laughs> I completely forgot that we never even sent that to you. It was so perfect. You made an intro for us. And I was like, trucker oh, porn. that has to be a constant sounder. And it became a staple. Because yeah. truckers need porn, too. Okay. <laughs> they do. It was one of our yeah. benchmarks. These, lo- these lot lizards ain't doing it. They, they also need visuals when they're on the road. I was re-listening to the episode, and when we got to trucker porn, uh-huh. it was so weird to hear it fresh without the reverb. Cause we, oh, just raw dog? Yeah. Just yeah. raw dog in that trucker porn? <laughs> Freaking truckers. Yeah. Trucker porn. All right, so I read an article. Mm -hmm. Well, I read the headline to an article, and then I kept scrolling. (laughs) That said, uh, (laughs) that said, every spider in the world could eat every human being and still not even be close to full. If they just literally started eating us, humans, there's so many spiders in the world that they could eat every human and still would need to eat more. Not one to one ratio. One spider. Could eat an entire human. <laughs> that seems like it would take a. Like while. right now in this room, we got four corners in this room. There's at least fifteen spiders in here. Okay. Uh, would be my guess. I'm making up these numbers, but they're everywhere. They're the number one predator, and we need to keep an eye. You don't need to kill them. Just trap them and enslave them and <laughs> and train them. I do. That's exactly what I do. I don't let them... Like, you have just have a spider room? <laughs> <laughs> no, when I see a spider, I say, don't get in my way. You You're do. not in charge, though. That is a ballsy... They know. They know, because I'm bigger than them. That's the thing, though. It doesn't matter. The tiniest of spiders are the most deadliest. One little... That's a bite. Gotcha. I wouldn't be surprised if a spider snuck up right now, up my back, up my spine. I wouldn't feel it. These guys are sneaky. Walk, like, came up over my shoulder and then with a tiny little spider dagger just slit my throat. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, yeah. Pro- yeah. It makes sense. Here, and then I would if, die fine. Oh, I don't. Oh, yeah. I what? I'm like, where's my. If this will make Spider? You pull a spider out of your pocket? Oh, here's my spider. I told you I trained them. Um, no, they do my bidding because if... Uh, oh, you're a spider queen? No, I really hate... <laughs> the bug that starts with an R or a C. A roach. Oh. That Let's one? double it up. Cockroach. <laughs> I'm all about one of them. So spiders kill, <laughs> kill those. And so every time I see a spider, I'm like, you know what to do. Even the little, tiny little ones can't Yeah, but spiders do your job. All... <sighs> well, they make webs. Everything gets stuck in the oh, web. Yeah, I've gotten yeah, yeah. stuck in a web. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I can get out, but uh-huh. still, it's, it sticks to your finger or There's whatever. some you can't. There's spiders Here, that eat birds. You need to defend yourself. It won't work. A gun wouldn't work against a spider. <laughs> they're, the old, they're the number one predator. Well, and nobody, nobody's talking about Steve it. Steve Irwin is rolling in his grave about all this trash talking. No, of he spiders. is getting eaten by spiders in his grave. They are devouring his bones. 
Poor Steve Barrowin. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> so you have really strong feelings about this. I'm terrified of spiders. Gay? Spider-Man's also my favorite superhero, and I don't think it's a coincidence. Huh. I think it's like, because it is the best case scenario right. if you get by a spider. Inha- <laughs> so maybe you're wanting to be bit by a spider. No, I just don't want to die if I get bit by mm. a spider. And it would be also tight if I got superpowers. So that which does not kill you. Makes it your favorite superhero. All right. Gotcha. So Peppa the Pig. Uh Uh-huh. Australia. I feel like spiders are the least of their worries. Well. There's plants that'll kill you out there. (laughs) They did that Peppa the Pig episode and they were like, spiders, well, or whatever. Is it British? Spiders won't kill you, Peppa. It's fine. Just let it live. And Is that so, a father? I don't know, but they banned it in Australia. Good. Because in, <laughs> in Australia... Peppa likes Mr. Skinny Legs. Everyone likes Mr. Skinny Legs. This is a spider that is writing this show. This is a conspiracy. This is, The head writer of the show is just a bunch of spiders in a trench coat. Like thousands of spiders in a trench coat. And they just slide a VHS across the BBC America. And they go play this, and it's, spiders are friendly. Everybody Let this spider come onto your shoulder. <laughs> they don't hurt. They don't hurt. <laughs> Good for Australia. That's I'd never have said that. Good for Australia. Ban that. Gabe is it at home feeling. So vindicated right now. We have a friend that does a podcast, and a, a tiny little spider came into their studio while he was there, and all you heard was, yeah, he taking off. It's a mic drop and a door slamming. Basically. Oh, this is long. You brought a long. That's not clip. good music. Putting the spider to bed. That's creeper music. George, what are you doing? You have to help me with the tea party. The spider just get a boner? I was just saying. <laughs> help! Help! There we go. That was Gabe. That was a reenactment. in my bedroom. Oh, oh, don't worry, Peppa. Please, Dandy. Wait, is he a pig? Peppa the pig. I've never seen it. I haven't either. By the way, also, so Europe, thank you, Stats. when you go boing in America, that's a boner. Uh, that's a boner. I don't know how they do it. I don't know if it goes boing or how it like a, no, it, it's it, a more proper. It, it, it goes up like a question mark. Boing? Boing? <laughs> I feel like it'd be a chime out in, they're so charming out there. It'd be like, ring. Uh, your boner, sir. <laughs> You start delivering that instead of cheesecake. Biscuits and a boner. Afternoon boner. Let's just do the rest of the episode in a British accent. I can't do accents. Oh. Yeah, boner, sir. (laughs) Except in America, that's the that's the noise for fancy feet. It's, only which is cats the same thing. Fancy in America. <laughs> which is the same thing, though. Right? Like a boner coming on a platter could also be a <laughs> fancy feast. <laughs> it was for Ramsey, am I right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Two thirds rule. It's still applause. Reek, you read them too. You read the books too. No, Stop reading what? So speaking Ramsey of like uh, spider. <laughs> 
Speaking he, of he spiders, <laughs> in Game of Thrones, the White Walkers in the books have giant spiders, giant white oh. spiders that are like the size of hounds. Oh, and that's <laughs> like their number one the dire spiders. Yeah, what? and <laughs> they didn't put it in the show, and I want to personally thank whoever. <laughs> but also, that would be the only villain that you need. You don't need yeah. zombies. Whatever zombies, they didn't want to take, pop, pop, take pop, away, kill yeah. them off. Whatever, whatever. Uh, burn them. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> what are you doing about a giant spider? You checked out in Harry Potter, didn't you? Yeah. You just. I went to oh, I went to yeah. Disneyland or whatever Universal Studios in L.A. and they have the I went to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Um, graduated top of my class. <laughs> and uh, what house? Unfortunately, I'm a Ravenclaw. I wish I was a. Uh, Those are the smart kids, though, aren't they? I don't know. <laughs> I'm all about Harry. He's the best character on that. Um, which is lame. You never pick the lead, right? You always got to have a side character or whatever. I'm all about Harry and Gryffindor. Y'all, Harry, y'all, y'all Harry Potter fans? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I went to Universal City uh, in Florida last year. Yeah, I, I recognize You're that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely Hollow's Tat. Go I got a Deathly Hollow's Tat on my inner thigh. I just showed up. <laughs> Yeah, that's the Elder Wand. So that's the Elder Wand, and uh, that's the Resurrection Stones, and uh, it's it's cold. They're cold. They're a little cold. We're gonna pause for me to go get my Gryffindor cape. For real? Because I need to go to the bathroom again. So let's pause. It takes you to the moment Harry Potter was born, and we're back. And we're back. And we, we had to do an intervention uh, with our guest. I had to um, intervene my bladder. Because <laughs> this puppy's been holding on to pee for far too long. And it's just, you got to let it go, bud. That's what I said. We all sat down. and I sat down in the bathroom. <laughs> just sat on the floor and peed. It's weird. I made it all in the toilet, but it was a good arch. But uh, <laughs> It was a litter box. You could have just sat Every time I see every time I see a litter box in a bathroom, I want to poop in it. (laughs) But I've never pooped. This is what makes me angry. I have one bathroom, my cat has two. It's not fair. Yeah, but you never miss, hopefully. (laughs) You never just accidentally out of spite pee on a sofa or or worse. Walk into the kitchen to get a snack. Oop, pooped. That's I mean that's happened. So this one time at South by. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> free drinks. <laughs> Lots of coffee. Oh no. <laughs> coffee is a diuretic for some yeah. people. I am for everyone. <laughs> Who are these immortal gods that don't immediately have to fly off a toilet after that? After. T- you don't drink coffee, though. I drink a lot of coffee. Oh, that. I have been drinking coffee since I was a child. <laughs> it's like Iocane powder and the Prince Tread Roberts. I'm like, I have built up an immunity. You got IBS, but it's iron poop. bowel syndrome. It's <laughs> <laughs> the reverse. Every time I, <laughs> I eat Mexican food, my body's like, is that the best you <laughs> Nope. 
eating <laughs> Mexican Indian fusion. <laughs> <laughs> Extra hot. Who else? The Thai or Vietnamese? Aren't they God, very Thai. spicy foods? I put chili paste on everything yeah. or hot sauce. I'm a hot sauce heathen. Wow. Uh, that was actually our little crew. <laughs> hot sauce heathen. HSH. I hot sauce heathen. That's yeah. true on uh, TLC. Hot sauce heathens? Yeah. <laughs> we tried to get it. They got too too rough. You know how uh, boys make crews when they're in uh, teenage years? Uh-huh. <laughs> we make crews. Like, just boys make crews. Uh, girls make cliques, I guess, or mean mm-hmm. girls. I don't know what no. girls do. I, I still don't know what <laughs> girls do. That's because we go to the bathroom together and we don't tell you what we do. Yeah, that's what happens. In the, there's like a whole other bathroom world. <laughs> yeah, we made crews, and we had a house. Um, the my first friend who had a house with like five roommates. We were all the, the hot sauce heathens, HSH, hmm. hot sauce house. And instead of alcohol above, you know how like people will kill a bottle of alcohol in like college days, and put the empty bottle on the top of oh, the cabinets God, or whatever. I remember that. Right, that oh. was a thing for. So instead, we just had empty hot sauce Whoa. bottles, like hundreds of them <laughs> on the top. Wow. We had the hot sauce house. <laughs> you got a ghost pepper man. Uh, all the toilets were always ruined. <laughs> oh, man. Part of being a heathen. Sorry, part of being a, a hot sauce heathen. We put hot sauce on everything. Everything? Everything. <laughs> I'm talking... <laughs> all them crumpets. Well, I don't know what a British cookie is. All them crumpets. In Australia. Hot sauce will kill you in Australia. A cookie is actually meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) We're stealing. We're stealing right now. Have you ever listened to a 10-minute podcast? You should. It's only 10 minutes. Because yeah, some podcasts are slow. I don't got a don't day to plan that. Can I? <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> I, got th- I can watch the ads on a YouTube video, and then I run out of data. Oh. LA is hard. <laughs> no, I'm just frugal. <laughs> oh, no. I got millions the of dollars. Frugal. I'm just frugal. <laughs> oh, my God. You should totally do a PBS show, The Frugal Comic. Uh. <laughs> As if. Every comic is a Ryan, uh, Ryan invested, got a trust fund when he was 13. He hasn't spent more than $2,000 a year for the last seven years. Let's see how he does it. It's just me stealing stuff. Eating, <laughs> just... eating salt packets at a KFC. This is how I get my sodium. Uh... uh. Uh, yeah, I'll take four waters, please. And I just take it and pour them all into one jug. And then I don't even know where this goes. This is sad because this is what I do. No, I just don't eat. I just spend money on hookers. LA's, that's how you get up in the biz. You got to get a scandal. You got to have a hooker scandal. And I've been paying so much money for the last two years. You and one scandalous nobody cares. One yet. Oh, no, they're man. all scandalous. They're weirdos. But maybe nobody cares. Maybe you need to get caught in a park bathroom. Oh, I've been caught at park bathroom, park benches. <laughs> uh, my commercial agent, I got caught in the office. Mm. She was, Ryan, get out of here. I was like, I need a headline. <laughs> I'm going to have to kill one. 
<laughs> yeah. I just confessed him. What is going You're on? I just thought first. this was derailed. <laughs> it's two you can talk about in. spiders and it's you got me all freaked out. pretty much par for the course of the derailing. Three. Speaking Three. of headline, Ryan, you are headlining well, next weekend at the Velve. The mm-hmm. Velveeta Room on 6th Street in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I'm recording an album in a... We're taping it. And what's it called? 25% Syrian? 25% Syrian. <laughs> I gotta tell y'all. And I'm yeah. coming out with it. And I hear you have a real shithead opening for you. Yeah, real people. I can Here's the problem with the business. <laughs> the show business is like, you have to be cordial. Is that how you say that <laughs> word? Cordial. <laughs> Cordial. You got to be cordial. <laughs> cordial is the action. Cordial is the drink. You've got it oh, right. Okay, You've cool. got it right. You got it. Nailed so, it. Crit, um, aside from the host, we got a pretty great lineup. Uh, I was I was excited about it, but it's business. Business is business. This is it. So, uh, they pulled the original, your original uh, opener, right? Yeah. Well, I was going to have Larry David open mm. for host for me, but... Um, it turns out I, I've never met him, and I don't know him. Mm. So he's, he didn't respond to any of the emails. Uh, <laughs> now we got Chris Tellez hosting oh. it. I know. Oh. I know. So here's, so here's my strategy is I put somebody awful before <laughs> so that I can all, it's always going to be better, you know? You did great. It's going to get better. It's a pretty bad rivalry between... Who's going to walk is going to leave the room. Why should we care in Radio Tata? Oh. It's the very most controversial episode ever. I'm doing their podcast this week. T- I know. <laughs> I'm going to talk about why we should care. <laughs> about why we should care. Should talk, Tell them about yeah. po- Radio Tatas. About why, why we should, should care. care about Radio Tatas and it'll wreck the show. Just wreck Is that what you guys show. cared about? Uh, we wrecked the show. We wrecked the show. We, t- we, we, went, we went on and said why you should care about a very specific other podcast. Yeah. And they Just, did not like it. <laughs> They didn't like our inside baseball. Uh-uh. They didn't like the fact that we could read each other's minds. They Can you like, actually do that? Eh, after it's been almost three, we're getting close to three years. Our three mar- year mark is in a month. I know. Thank God we can quit. Gross. <laughs> so I always quit at two and a half. <laughs> Except for drugs. <laughs> no, nah, I don't do mom. I'm fine. I'm just gonna, that's our next si- sounder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, after when, when is this coming out? Before next weekend? Tonight. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, come to the Velveeta Room because we haven't sold a single ticket. Um, we've Pat actually... Gaines, the new manager. Some guy paid to... He paid to not let 10 people in. Oh, man. That want to come rough. in. Yeah. That's so rough. we have negative 10 people <laughs> coming to the show that are going to get turned down. Sounds like Matt Beard. He said man. if they show up, give them what they were going to pay for their tickets and tell them to get the heck out. So you're doing other podcasts while you're here? Or are you doing other shows? You're doing Shit's Golden tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um, oh, is that with that guy, too? Yeah. But he's got a co-host, so Here's that makes thing. it better. Here's the thing. I used to co-host that show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it's, it's That's just the only from, reason I even knew about that show. From yeah. what I hear, it's just been... Burned to the ground, awful. basically. Yeah. I don't know what Pat Dean's problem is. But this guy just doesn't have it, you know? No. He just doesn't have the showmanship that me the, the connection me and Tellus had. Shit was golden back then. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's kind of just like a... Weird green kind of shit. Patinaed, <laughs> it's kind of like patinaed eight- brass or something. 
I had a few too many popsicles. Kind of. It's like the Statue of Liberty <laughs> on a bad day. It's like teal, like a rusty teal. You can get that Statue of Liberty at King's Landing <laughs> for the holidays, your little ornament. Fourth of July. It's coming back around next year. Sure, you got to get them on sale now, Statue of Liberty. While you still have your freedom. We're now featuring new products, Tumblr. We got a we got a little Tumblr and it's got the little King's Landing logo on it and you can you can hold your your fancy drink, your your Mountain Dew. Wait, wait what's a Tumblr? Hold t- on. It's, it's the drink, the drink that you carry with oh, you, you know, yeah, co- yeah, you yeah, can put yeah, coffee, yeah. coffee, you can put coffee. He put thought that you were putting a drink in a internet? girl that was going to do oh. cartwheels yeah. and rolls. I've been in it. It's only been 2 years in LA, but my definition of Tumblr is very different. I've learned a lot from these prostitutes and hookers. <laughs> that still reminds me of my favorite family video. Um, <laughs> some friends of mine. Oh, I this is I a real story? <laughs> the hooker part or the Tumblr part? Tumblr. I think I've mentioned this before. My friend had her her family had their old home videos, like their 35 millimeter, whatever old-timey videos, converted into VHS. This is how long ago this was. But whoever did it, they liked to put the background music. They just put random background music, and someone did (laughs) Knights in White Satin to the... Sing it. Knights in White Satin. Ooh, never in the air. Um, the whole thing. <laughs> letters I've written. Because oh. I love you. Whoa. Yes, I love you. Oh, yeah. Um, to their tumbling videos <laughs> from elementary school. Not even like a wedding slide. <laughs> like a ro- some sort of romantic. Bizarre, surreal thing to hear this very like. You know, almost like existential, yeah. over-the-top, oh melodramatic God. music. And these little tumbling. girls just tumbling. <laughs> That's oh, cool. Weird. you got to find that. I want to. I need to get in That's touch artsy. with my friend and be like, we need that so bad. I remember my grandpa had, my dad's dad was doing, it was, he had a bunch of old film, like on a projector screen. And we went and, uh. Sioux City, we went and visited him, and he was down in the basement, and he was, he just had a tripod, well, no, he just had, like, a desk with a camcorder, like, a VHS camcorder sitting, and then he was sitting on a chair and watching these old, he was recording the projector screen, and you got a little bit of his corner of his shoulder, he just didn't know how to transfer it to VHS, so he just filmed (laughs) the film, um, and bless his soul. He uh, commented on it, on it like he so gave you got, comments. Like a director's commentary, oh. and yeah, and it's like he he died when I was pretty young, so it's kind of nice sometimes when we, whenever I go back we watch it, and then it'll be like, it'll just be off. He didn't even zoom in; like it was not in the frame. You could see how ha- <laughs> you could see the whole projection screen plus a lot of the wall, uh-huh. and then and then it would just be like the hum of the the film. Yeah, yeah. And he's oh that was uh, great aunt Betty and uh, <laughs> oh yeah and then there's Dave there sure 
just yeah, nothing. Steve it's like just dated. he's just tagging it. <laughs> he was just tagging people in the footage. That, that's uh, <laughs> he was a trendsetter. Uh, and I feel like at one point we in, we came into the house. Oh. Oh. <laughs> not just at, not just at one point did we <laughs> ejaculate. Uncom- I'm talking about we arrived. Un- an uncomfortable pregnant pause there. <laughs> So I think I think there's one point where we arrived at the house and you can just hear us in the background like oh hey how I'm filming down here <laughs> and then that's when we ejaculated oh. <laughs> well <laughs> so don't forget um, no there's that part in nights in white satin remember where it gets all serious too and he, and someone does this it's almost like a Vincent Price voice that mm-hmm. does the poem in the middle. Like, breathe deep the gathering gloom and all that. Get through that. Even through that, they're tumbling. <laughs> so weird. That sounds super artsy. <laughs> so how do they reach us? Are there other shows before they try to reach us? Uh, yeah, I'm doing um, Shit's Golden at Spider House Ballroom tomorrow, Monday night. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that is. Tuesday, I'm doing Punch. Sweet. I'm going to Punch. Yay. I'm gonna have to cancel. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday, I'm doing the Sting, Chris Cubis's show. Thursday, I don't know if I'm doing anything Thursday. Oh, I'm doing the podcast. Why should we care? And I just don't even know why we just should. Cancel. You can know? phone it just in, just call. Yeah. yeah, just call like you always do anyway. <laughs> and then Friday, I'm doing the first taping at Velveeta Room. Come to that. Don't come to any of these other mm. garbage. No, come to them all your, because your I don't have a line. I don't have like a set list for my. T- I don't know what I'm going to be recording <laughs> onto an album. <laughs> so come, maybe watch a show that it doesn't matter if I It'll don't know great. what I'm doing. It'll be great. It'll be terrific. And then Saturday, there's two shows at the Valve that we are recording. There's I'm doing a late show on Friday at the Valve where we're doing haircuts. We get haircuts on stage oh, too. I've heard about this show. Very fun. Does an audience member get haircut? <laughs> you got to do ten minutes. We get we do time. Well, I don't know if it's ten minutes. You do time while they cut your hair. Shit. <laughs> oh damn. Just it. in time for me to get a bowl cut for my taping. Oh. <laughs> I started writing a set last night in the shower, and I completely forgot what it was. It's mm-hmm. like, like you, pa- you had a piece dreams. of paper in the shower, and you're just. <laughs> What if you pulled out this soggy piece of paper with just run down ink, just watery I can't ink? I any of this. <laughs> ah, they reach us. Radiotatas at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook at, at Radio Tatas. It'd be so good if you had to do like Radio Tatas 4 at gmail. <laughs> it's like the 4. <laughs> glad y'all got the original Radio Tatas at gmail. Uh, people can call yeah. us too. Five one two seven one six zero seven seven three. What do they call about? Just leave messages. They can. Yeah. They don't, but they could. Yeah. Because I cleared out the voicemail. Yay! Yay! We're on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, everything. We're on iTunes. Anything you listen to your podcast on. That's right. Radio Tatas. <laughs> um. You want me to do the outro song? Yeah. Let's do it. Do you have any more announcements? Uh, we just have our closer, pretty much. I mean, listen to our friend's podcast, blah, blah, blah. Dave Hill. Turn media infomercial. Listen to his podcast. Jesus, we almost sounded like TMPG there. <laughs> That's weird how you guys did that while also kissing across the table. 
infusing into one person. Weird. <laughs> Talent. Well. This has been Radio Tatas. And until next. Oh, wait. Would, would Charlie be proud of us? Yes, he would. Okay. Who? Charlie. Charlie. Here we go. Our benefactor. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Charlie, we do this for you. It's just a couple of gals and their little tati tatas. Thanks for listening, Charlie. This has been Radio Tatas. Four tots, four nips. Natalie and Lala. Radio time.